Hey mom, I'm heading out. Where are you going, son? Oh, I'm going over to my friend's apartment. Which one? Oh, the one who's suspected of murder. What are you going to do when you're there? I'm just going to sleep on the couch with a gun in my hand. Okay, have fun. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. A black guy was shot by a white cop the other day in Minneapolis. Uh, the black guy's name was Amir Locke. I don't know the cop's name. The cops, what was it? It was like, it was St. Paul, which is next to Minneapolis. And St. Paul, I don't know, it's smaller, or the cops aren't as good, or I don't know what, but they wanted help from Minneapolis to go, uh, they're searching for a murderer. And so they had a, they ended up the, I guess they were like, let's, hey guy, hey Minneapolis cops, come help us go get this murderer. And I believe the Minneapolis cops were like, uh, we're not going to go looking for that murderer uh, unless you have a no-knock warrant. And so they got a no-knock warrant, and I think it was like the Minneapolis SWAT team. And so at something you know, like 3 a.m., whatever, in the morning, but so early that no one's going to be up, they went to this apartment, uh, they bashed in the door, they ran, you know, because it's all on, all on body cam, they went into the, into the uh, apartment, Amir Locke was sleeping on the couch, kind of a blanket. It's almost covering like his whole body. I don't know. Maybe it was cold. Like, I don't know if you, if you do this, but when it's like real cold, I'll take the blanket and cover my ear. But in any case, so there's like multiple SWAT cops going in, maybe three of them. They got their guns drawn. They're yelling, cop, cop. I mean, they're yelling a lot of stuff to alert everyone in the apartment that cops are in there with guns. They come up on this couch with a person covered in a blanket. They kick the couch. The person starts, basically, the person in the video, I mean, this happens so freaking fast. You know, I think the cops, if you were there, you could probably see it better. The video camera doesn't show you how well they could see it. But on the video camera, it's like you can't see nothing. There's just, there's like a blanket. You can't even tell if it's just a fluffed up blanket with pillows underneath it or a person underneath it. And then the blanket kind of exp just, I mean, within less than a second, less than a second, it exposes a young black man with a gun in his hand, and then pop, 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 one of the cops kills him. And like I say, this is literally less than one second. And so there's been some protests. Uh, I don't think, there haven't been no riots over this one. There's a lot of people calling it a tragedy. I mean, I am... I don't know if I ever called any of, any of these things. I don't know if I ever call anything a tragedy. I guess I do sometimes, probably when I don't mean it. But I'm tired of calling things a tragedy when, you know, like as we speak, there is some eight-year-old girl getting raped by her stepdad, like right now. I don't know her name, but, you know, that's a tragedy. It meets the definition of a tragedy, but I can't get, like, super emotional and go crazy over every bad thing that happens in the world because... Literally, it's constantly happening. I mean, heaven forbid you go find some other country, you know, go to uh, Ethiopia. They got like a civil war there. I'm, I mean, whatever. Someone's having their limbs removed. It's a tragedy, I guess. But anyways, I, like I say, I'm just not getting emotionally <laughs> exhausted over this stuff anymore. Well, if I ever was. I'm a little bit like Spock from Star Trek. But, so, unlike a lot of these, not all, but most of the Black Lives Matter things... Um, Amir Locke has a complete, clean rec completely clean record. He's never been, I mean, as far you know, as far as we know, he's never done anything bad, never committed any crimes in his life, 
And I think it was legal for him to have the gun, so... And now he's dead, so... He never committed any crimes, the gun was legal, I guess, and he's dead now, so he's... He never did, and he never will commit any crimes. And then they don't usually do this, but they released the record of the cop. Like, not the civilian criminal record of the cop. I assume that he's not a career criminal, but anyways, his cop record, like, it had no, uh complaints or whatever investigations in his history so he had a clean record too i mean i don't know he could be i don't know he's on the swat team so he's probably not a rookie but i don't know so you know like where my mind kind of went originally it was like oh is this the first unarmed black man killed by police in 2022 you know the media is going to go crazy over riots etc but of course he had a gun in his hand so i guess he doesn't count People are treating it like that. It's because of the no-knock warrant. So the idea now is if the cops kill a black man with a gun in his hand, you know, obviously that's not the same as killing a black man unarmed. But if it's a no-knock warrant where you kill a black man with a gun in his hand, then, you know, I don't know if that's just as bad, but it's like, you know, it's heading towards being as bad as killing an unarmed black man. And of course, you know, for every unarmed black man that's killed there's one or more unarmed white men that are killed etc but you know the media's woke everyone's woke the world is woke the world wants to help black people and they think that they're helping by whatever misrepresenting reality on this on these situations anyways let's get to the anti-woke uncharitable thought that i had in my mind is i think that amir rice he's like 22 i think he lived with his mom boy I just thought of something else uncharitable. I guess he—I guess his dad didn't live there. But I just kind of imagined, I mean, obviously he wouldn't say this, but I imagined kind of a conversation between Amir and his mom. Amir would be like, all right, mom, I'm heading out. Mom would be like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to go over to my friend's house. Mom would be like, which one? The one who's suspected of murder. Mom would be like, oh, okay, what are you going to do there? Oh, you know, hang out, play video games, sleep on the couch with a gun in my hand. And the mom would be like, okay, that's completely normal in Minneapolis. Have fun, son. And I don't know. It could be that they may have a, you know, it could be the wrong house. I think they did arrest, well, take into custody some of the other people in the apartment. Um, Who knows? They may let those people go (laughs) now. Like, don't. You know, hey, world, stop looking at us. We let the murderers go. I mean, what do you? What more do you want from us? We're sorry. We're sorry we did this. Or it could be the totally wrong house. I mean, it could be that he didn't have any idea. He, you know, I would hope he had no idea that if they were murderers, that they were murderers. I mean, I feel like murderers today are so stupid that they would go around bragging about it. But, I mean, if I murdered someone... You wouldn't hear it from me. If you came over to my house, you'd have no idea that you were in the house of a suspected murderer. In fact, you may be listening to a podcast by a suspected murderer, but you'd have no idea. And of course, even if you're a convicted murderer, that doesn't mean the cops can shoot you. But also, even if you're completely innocent and you, whatever, have a gun in your hand in a tense situation with a cop, you might get killed. Basically, none of it matters except for the races of the various people involved makes it national news. 
I mean, I don't think people are going too crazy over this one because of the gun, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. What we really want to find out is, was that house full of murderers or not? If it wasn't, the shooting looks worse. You know, maybe fire the cop. I doubt the cop's going to be going to uh, prison for shooting someone who, you know, I wouldn't say he pointed the gun at him, but he was about to see, it looked like he was about to point the gun at him. So probably don't go to prison for murder. Although, who knows? Who knows? Minneapolis is pretty hardcore on cops lately. I just realized that uh, a mere lock, no knock, it rhymes. And so the real story here is if, if there is a story other than people looking for uh, America to be racist is the no-knock warrants. Like there was that lady who got shot during a no-knock warrant a couple years ago. She was a big uh, Black Lives Matter movement thing. They put her name, I think, on NBA and NFL jerseys or something. Can't remember her name. Maybe I'll say it. I'll throw it in somewhere later. But in that case, the cops did a no-knock. They busted in. Her boyfriend started shooting at the cops. The cops shot back, missed the boyfriend, killed her. And the cops said that they announced themselves. The boyfriend who lived said that they didn't announce themselves. I think a neighbor maybe said that they he did hear them announce themselves and then maybe took it back and said, no, I didn't hear nothing. I forget. The neighbor said something. I forget what. But So there's an idea that no-knock warrants are, you know, it's like chokeholds or whatever, things that uh, we need to outlaw to prevent black people from being get getting killed by cops. And you know, if if if, if a nice if a accidental byproduct of that is that white people don't get killed by cops, then I guess that would be okay. I don't think people really want or care about that. But basically I don't know any stats on this. I don't know if there's ever been a study like because some people say that no knock warrants make it safer. Like you bust into someone's house in the middle of the night and before they they can even get up and grab their gun you're already on top of them, and they, whatever, and it's safer for you and them, because if they could have grabbed their gun, you would have shot them. That's interesting. It's like, the no-knock warrants mean that criminals, I mean, even though Amir Locke had a clean record, does that mean that criminals need to sleep, literally sleep with their gun in their hand? Because a no-knock might be coming, and then you won't be able to throw a few shots the cops way. I don't know. Anyways, I guess the, you know, the idea is, well, the other, okay, the other thing about it, no-knock warrants, is they say for drugs, you have to do them, because otherwise someone will flush the drugs down the toilet. And I will say, that's a lame excuse. I mean, if the amount of drugs you have is so small that it can just be flushed down the toilet, you don't need no no-knock warrant. You should just let that people, be, let that, let that criminal be. And, you know, if they've got kilo after kilo of fentanyl sitting around or something, that ain't going down the toilet in one flush, so you, you can, you can knock, I think. I mean, I'm already thinking, okay, well, then I get a house. I don't know if you ever had one. I used to live in a house that had a laundry chute. So you get a, you get a house with a laundry chute. You throw the drugs down the laundry chute. It lands in a, I don't know, a pig pen with a bunch of pigs that, you, you know, when you kill someone, you put their body in there. And then if you get arrested, or if the cops come to your door, you throw your fentanyl down there and the pigs take care of it. I mean, I don't know. Something like that. But anyway, so... I believe it is currently unknown whether or not no-knock warrants make things safer. You know, does it make it safer? I think the cops believe it makes it safer for them. And then they say that it makes it safer for the people in the house. Is that true? I don't know. I guess basically there's two situations. If no-knock warrants are making it unsafe for the general population, 
then they should get rid of them. And if no-knock warrants actually make it safer for the suspected criminals, then that would be an amusing result from the study if they ever do one. I guess here you, here you go. If there is a study that says that it makes it more dangerous for citizens, then you know it's more dangerous for citizens. And if there are no studies at all saying things either way, then you know, you know that the result is it makes it safer for citizens, but that would be considered a racist result of your study, so they ain't going to do it. I feel like I haven't busted out the stats this week, so as a reminder, for every race, unarmed civilians of that race are killed by police proportional to the amount of violent crime that that race commits. I think blacks are actually killed less, but close enough. And there have been 5,000 extra black people murdered coinciding exactly with the Black Lives Matter protests and riots. So if you supported Black Lives Matter, you are part of causing the murder of thousands and thousands of black people. And now back to the regular scheduled podcast. So Brianna Taylor was the girl whose boyfriend shot the cops during a no-knock, and then she got shot by the cops by accident. And I looked up the situation with the people in the apartment where Amir Locke was killed, and it was his cousin. His cousin was wanted for murder. They did arrest him. I mean, he's innocent until proven guilty, but I think he did a lot of stupid Instagram posting, making it look, making it, it may be easy for them to convict him because he did a bunch of stupid Instagram posting. He was going around and stealing cars and posting pictures with money and drugs and blah, blah. And the murder they took him down for was related to a car theft. And, you know, being convicted previously doesn't mean much, but he also was known, he also had shot someone previously. So, I bet Amir knew. Yeah, I'm going over to my cousin's house, the one who's known for shooting people. Lie down with dogs, wake up with fleas. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.